602 in the South Atlanta Live Imaging Tuesday. Welcome back. Happy New Year 2024. If you're stuck in traffic, then it was just like 2023. But you're with us. Sedano and Cappy, not here today. Though Sedano will be back tomorrow. Cappy will be back Monday, January 8th. He's playing in the snow somewhere. And that's not a euphemism. The Cambros, Andy and Brian, turn your mic on. It's okay. Welcome to Los Angeles, big boy. Anyway, it is time for What You Need to Know. What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I'm just so caught up, seamless. Chris, in everything you're saying. Caught up like Usher once sang about. It's, you know what I'm saying, D? Uh, it's just captivating. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> caught up. Anyway, time for producer Warrior. Take it away. Yeah, we didn't need to talk about Usher there. Just I know. Saying. You don't yeah, I'm just saying. Anyways, okay. So apparently there is a... yeah. Me he and did Usher a song. Beat. He did a song called Caught Up. Right. Caught Up. And then, okay. and then Laura has emotions about Usher. Oh. Not emotions. He dissed me. So, you know, I don't like him. There's dissed you Usher personally? Dissed you yeah. personally. Yeah. When? How? Uh, 13 years ago, so I can hold the grudge. When I was a little, little intern at Power 106. What did he do? Okay, so getting into this. Yes, <laughs> this, is, okay. this is what I need to know. This is exactly <laughs> what I need to know. So when I was a little, little intern, starting my radio days at Power 106, we had Usher in the building, and there was people there, shout out to Jeff G and E-Man, who were like, oh, you know, when you're an intern, you get pictures with people because it shows that you were around the station. I know Jeff G. He's a good guy. I, oh my God, he's a great guy. Jeff G's a great guy. Great guy. And, he, you know, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a picture. So I go. And he like had glasses like you guys on, puts his glasses down, looks me up and down, pushes them back in and keeps walking. Doesn't say anything, doesn't direct me, doesn't. Then his security guard has a nerve to look at me the same way, taps me on the shoulder and says, it's okay, sweetie, it's okay, maybe next time. And I was wow. like, oh, hell no. And a lot of other things happen after that. The guys are not happy with it. But yeah, so I was like, you know what, Usher, bleep you. No, I would, I would. Yeah, I'm on the bleep you team um, yeah. too. Man. Yeah, was and I was very no, young, you forever. know, so I was like young. Yeah. No, but other people that have also interacted with Usher say very similar things. People that work here, and I know people that personally still work with him and say very similar things. So, All right. no, I, I Usher sucks. Dead to me. Yep. Yeah. Don't like him anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, for what you Great guys that I never really... listened to any of his oh, music. He was never really with... alive to me, but now <laughs> he's dead to me. It's not, I'm not really making any type of sacrifice at all. But Laura, I'm giving up Usher for Lent. Were it an actual <laughs> sacrifice, I would right, do it. I for would. Him. All right, guys. Well, you tell me who else to hate, and I will hate them as well. As long as I don't listen to any of their music, <laughs> right. watch their movies, and as long as I don't care about what they do. All right. Sounds dead good. to me. So another, uh, that was not a rumor that actually happened to me, but there is a rumor out there going uh, going around saying that Costco might get rid of their churro on their menu. No. Yes. For a cookie. That would be an outrage. For a cookie. How big is the cookie? One um, of those big ones? No, there's no pictures out How of the cookie. How many do I get at once? Just one. Just one. Hopefully it's a big one. But it's it's uh it started in a Reddit form from a Costco employee. Oh boy. That is saying that people call the churro the worst item in the food court, and it has it's tasteless dough. I don't know. I've if never I had a Costco churro. Wait, really? Are. I don't think I have. No. That was like my thing. We get a hot dog with the soda. Well, I don't drink soda anymore. But when I did, it was a hot dog and the soda, and the churro. That's what we would get. I feel like now I need to try the Costco churro. I saw so a clip the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, it was some sort of TikTok thing or whatever of mm-hmm. people at the Costco eatery mm-hmm. clearly having a date. Like that was their dinner date. Like they set up candles. They well, were sitting on the oh. same side of the oh, table. I don't oh, know really? about the candle Costco. thing. But... Well, listen, to each his own. 
Well, I'm, I'm just like, wondering if that was like because people. I mean, the hot dogs are like legendary. The hot dogs are good. Sometimes you are working within certain economic constraints or whatever. But if say that's what you're working with, you dress no, it up I, and you make it nice. No, but I'm saying I think you choose Costco both because like you like certain items. They're like we go to IKEA because I love the you know the the meatballs and the and the soft serve. And you can get a bunch of right. other stuff. I'm just talking about the making right, it romantic. I'm saying, <laughs> but like, if you really like the food, <laughs> it's like it's one thing. And then if, but like, you're also, I think you're kind of there's like a kitsch factor. Uh huh. Like we're gonna have a date. Chris, it's me at Costco. Please, Chris, well, I just please. need to find dates that want to go to IKEA, and Costco. Please <laughs> save some money. Okay, here's. I'd a- love to be able to go to Costco. I'd be in heaven. Wait. So hold on. I'm looking for a Costco date. <laughs> <laughs> My Costco line is open. Yeah. Let's go. I hate when women are like, ew. Like if you take them to a coffee date or like something very simple and they're like, you need to take me to something better and waste money. Like, girl, bleep you. Like, relax. I just met you. I need to see if you're worth getting you a really good meal. Like, relax. <laughs> so where's Costco in that hierarchy? As, as I mean, listen, meals. for me, like... I when I was dating, you know, like I I, w- I don't mind running errands, like doing crap because I have a busy life. So if me and this guy already hung out and we went on a coffee date, and you know we were both busy, actually I kind of dated a guy. If like I that, take you, know? you to Costco on the first date, how explicit should I be about it? It's because you haven't proven yourself yet. Okay, you don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that, but it's for, it's implied. It's kind of strongly implied. implied. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean. I think Starbucks or like a park, something in the park is like a very nice date, like a first date. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Just saying. But yeah, what you need to know, the churro might be gone. That sucks. It is a final for the churro. I like how you guys are like, it sucks, but you guys have never tried it. I want to try it now. You You know why? Because you seem upset, and I am upset on your behalf. Thank you. DeAndre, would you like to go on a churro date with me? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. Wait, the churro is long enough, so you start at one end, he goes on the other end. Oh, like Lady and the Tramp. Well, Cappy and I already did that. He's going to get jealous. It's okay. Cappy can join us. All I know is if you guys go do that, and you come back, and Morales is on your phone. I mean, he was sending very crazy looking videos to the group chat. I heard. Okay, let's. I was. No, DeAndre. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that oh was, yeah. Did you see the? Yeah. DeAndre, oh, yeah. oh, I DeAndre's, know which one you're talking about. Yeah, the the, the squat video. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, that was like all about angles, bro. I was like, oh, DeAndre. I had this no is... tripod. I just had to set it down. I wanted to show. Cappy and he had you know short shorts on. He wanted to show Cappy. There you go. Hmm. You really do learn a lot in what I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> And Cappy liked the video a lot. Oh, sure. Cappy sure loved he the video. He, he gave it all the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to know, guys. <laughs> yes, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are, or just proximity to DeAndre squatting. Just drove by. That's there. where the good times are. <laughs> well, you had four plates on each side. Three so plates, of, to be exact. Three plates on each side. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight, but it led to a lot of flex, which apparently Cappy enjoyed. He did. And it was sent to Rachel, too. Ooh. Cappy appreciates the human form. He does. He does. Well, for his age, he's a man in good shape. He is. He's got, you know, he's got kicker legs. I've shared a hotel room with him. You know, we were both in robes. No, no, no. We had separate Mm. beds. Mm -hmm. But in the morning, we were both in robes, and I was like, wow, this guy's in pretty good shape. (laughs) We had separate beds. We woke (laughs) up in the same one, but we had separate beds. We insisted that there were two. Men can sleep in the same room. It's not a big deal. We're mature enough to share a hotel room at Yamava. Well, I mean, you and and Cappy are not mature enough to do anything, but but two other men can absolutely do that. You are correct. 
you and there's nothing I think you and Cappy are truly mature enough to do together. We have a lot of fun together. We, we do. Know. We make ourselves laugh. I don't know. I don't do that, but <laughs> <laughs> I kind of miss him. It's been a while since I th- saw him. What do you think Aww. it's going to be like the first time you see Cappy in 2024? It's going to be like the first time. I mean, do you picture like a, a run to each other, arms out, slow mo. Like it's going to feel like slow motion. I think so. Yeah, I, it's I kind of miss with it. a soundtrack. We share a lot in life. I know you. T- you two have grown very, very close. Well, kind of miss my buddy. I feel like there may be nobody on the planet who understands you better than Cappy, and vice versa. Tommy Lamb, the uh, chairman of the Funny Games Department, and our general sales manager, we're pretty close. He understands me, but he also he won't like get a road pie. With he me. doesn't understand <laughs> you. He won't share twenty two inches of hot dog no, Yamaha with me. That's what I'm saying. He I don't even know if he share a hotel room with me. He don't understand you no. like Cappy. He well, won't those, mount those two me. things are related. By he way. won't mount me on the floor of the studio like Cappy oh. will. Maybe that is because he understands you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's one or the other. You like it when Cappy mounts you. We all have limits. Yeah. Yeah, I miss my buddy. Different friends Aww. for different things. Yeah. When do you see him again? Uh, Tuesday, January 9th. Wow. It's, it's a whole week. Long? Yeah, because I don't think he's coming in that Monday. Well, do maybe you, he will. Do you guys FaceTime? No. Rachel. Rachel won't. doesn't <laughs> let him. You, you hang up. No, yeah. you hang up. No. <laughs> you hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the Lakers, tomorrow you, night, the Heat. We've oh, got yeah. breaking news. Do you guys not? text each other on burner phones? No, we use the regular, but sometimes he doesn't reply because I know he's hiding it from her. Oh. Or she's in the room. Stinking, Rachel. Go ahead. We got the Lakers breaking news. <laughs> I, you know what? I guess we are going to do it now. Um, the Lakers put out an injury report for tomorrow's game against the Miami Heat. Very important game, and D'Angelo Russell, doubtful with that bruised tailbone from the Minnesota game, and Rui Hachimura out with the strained left calf. Cam Reddish, though, has been upgraded to probable oh. the groin injury. Well, so it's all going to be okay then. But uh, the Lakers, this is a very important month for them, and they will begin it shorthanded. On the plus side, though, Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin are on. Jimmy Butler definitely out. Caleb Martin unlikely to play. So I guess the Lake, not that you root for injuries, but the Lakers may be catching a little bit of a break there. But the month not starting out in the most promising way. If they could just stay healthy, Brian. When's Trevor Ariza going to be available? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That was a thing. That was yeah. like an yeah. like an eight yes. week thing yes. that, that year. Yep. If we just got the season doesn't start until you can't Trevor, measure this team until, until Trevor Ariza until thirty nine year old you know Trevor Ariza. Here's the healthy. equivalent right now. You can't measure this team until Gabe Vincent's back, but Oof. he's not coming back for like nine weeks. We know. Yeah, <laughs> we know. But that's that's the problem. Okay, the apology that is a non apology. When can you get away with that? It helps to be a billionaire. Explain that coming up next. Kamenetsky Brothers and Morales in for Sedano and Cap 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Quarter after 6 o'clock in the Southland. A live imaging Tuesday on Sedano with Cap. Andy and Brian Kamenetsky sitting in for the fellas. On this day in 2004, CBS aired the special Michael Jackson number ones. And this was one of them, sucker. Sucker, sucker. It is still great. It is still great. Like, Off the Wall is still phenomenal. Thriller is still a phenomenal album. I like I Just Can't Stop Loving You. It is a great song. Mm-hmm. Like, like this this, this whole I mean, album. Yeah. Well, I that, mean, was, that was on bat, but I Just Can't Stop Loving You was on bat. I'm just... You're talking about, about this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got you. I got you, homeboy. It's still... I mean, it still hits awesome. Like, this album came out in 79, I believe. Yes. Still hits incredible. It's like almost 50 years old. It's better than 10. That is crazy to me. That album's like, you know, 70s, you know, like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. All those, like, the White Album. Like, those albums, those are like they're over 50-something years old now. Should try to get it in vinyl. I should try to find off the, can you find off the wall in vinyl? Oh, I'm sure you can. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah, actually, vinyl's making a big comeback. Oh, I'm a big vinyl guy. The huge vinyl guy. I love vinyl. I've actually seen Off the Wall in vinyl. Yeah. So absolutely you can get it. You I have to... Thriller. You do? Yeah. Where where can I ship it to you? Wherever you can ship it, ship it to me. Well, I don't know your address. I'm not oh, gonna... I'll give it to you, he babe. wants your address. Well, I mean, I can... <laughs> Andy, you want to come over and listen to Off the Wall in vinyl with me? Sure. With the captain hat? Yes. Yeah. I, and didn't a robe? Get, I didn't get any Only with the, the captain hat. The captain hat, a robe and a cigar. The captain hat's mandatory. I'm oh. not coming over to there's no captain hat. I'll mm. wear the captain hat. Mm-mm-mm. I'll put on a good outfit for you. All right. What are we doing here? Lakers, Ramps, uh, Cornucopia? Well, uh, we're going to bring up David Tepper. Do you know who David Tepper is? I do. He is the owner of the Panthers. And over the weekend, uh, or yeah, it was over the weekend, mm-hmm. they were playing the Jaguars. And he ended up throwing ice, um, a drink with ice in it, at some Jaguar fans. And this was caught on video. And David Tepper was not aware enough to recognize all this stuff is on video. Uh, the NFL looked into it, and David Tepper issued this statement uh, after being fined 300000 by the league. I should have let the NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. You know what that is not in any way? An apology. No. <laughs> that is not an apology in the slightest. That is David Tepper saying, look, I will go along with the NFL, this charade that I'm being disciplined, but I am not going to pretend that I'm sorry at all. And you know why? Because I can buy all you people. $300,000 for him is like what to us? Like 20 bucks? $30 probably. I mean, he's been a billionaire for a long time. He was a, one of the first hedge fund creators, really. So he's been a billionaire for quite some time. So the interest on all that, mm-hmm. I think he's doing just fine. I think three hundred grand is probably 
Maybe walking around. Maybe he's got that in his trunk. No, he's got like a three hundred dollar bill just like laying around exactly. in his wallet. Yeah, <laughs> just takes his own currency. Yeah, I mean, like that's that is nothing, and you can tell by that statement that he thinks it's nothing. Well, he doesn't think his head coaches are anything. He's fired three of them. Apparently, he runs a soccer team just like that. He's just a pompous ass. Well, you know, we, we it got we were talking about this before the show, like because this is not David Tepper's first rodeo when it comes to being a pompous ass, no. as you put it. In L.A., do we have any true pompous ass owners? Like, like, like really, embarrassments not just because the team is bad, right? Because they just suck. Like, like they embarrass you as people. Because it wasn't that long ago when you had, like, Donald Sterling, who right. was embarrassing as a person. Frank McCourt was embarrassing as a person. Well, Donald Sterling was a bad guy. Yes. Oh, Frank McCourt, you were, Frank you McCourt were, was, a, was a, uh, a very sleazy business person. Right, you were embarrassed to be like, I'm a Dodger fan, but, like, that's you like I have to, like, apologize right. to people. Yeah, I mean, like, players on the Clippers used to regularly cringe when they were in the presence of their owner. Yes. Like, you could see that he made them... Uncomfortable. I was in the locker room a few times when Donald Sterling was there with the Clippers, and you could see players were uncomfortable. I mean, Artie Moreno is a disaster of an owner. He isn't. I don't know if he's a bad human being. Right. And David Tepper seems like he's a bad human being. Yes. Yeah. Like, L.A. has a lot of teams and a lot of owners. A lot of owners with a pretty high notoriety. I don't think any of them are actually embarrassing as people. Like Artie Moreno is a bad owner in terms of the way he owns the angels right and the most exciting thing that's happened with the angels in like the last 20 years is when people thought he was going to sell them <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but it I is true sure. but i don't think Artie moreno has crossed that line as a person to, to the best of my knowledge like i don't think he embarrasses angels fans as a person they just want him to sell the team well he's a bad owner he oh he is a bad owner don't terrible get me owner. wrong yeah terrible owner. horrible but, like, David Tepper and, like, people like that, like, Daniel Snyder was embarrassing as a person. He's a bad person beyond being a bad owner. But even if you look at David Tepper's picture, you can kind of see it. You can see that he just doesn't care. It just doesn't matter. Meaning he just has that look in his eye. To, to Brian's point, I can buy you and sell you, or maybe it you takes, said it. Right, there's a certain, it's, it's like running for president. There's, like, a certain arrogance that comes with, like, you know what? I'm going to buy a sports team. Right. Like I'm gonna be and that guy. Try I'm to be run owner. It. And I ain't right. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna try to run it. I'm not gonna do the thing where I hire the best people and I stay out of the way. Right. I'm gonna just because I'm good at hedge funding, I'm going to decide I'm gonna be in charge of this thing too. Right. And what's so funny about that, like the idea of, you know, because I was so great as a hedge fund guy and became so rich, well, clearly I could run an NBA team and make decisions like that, or an NFL team, a sports team, because how hard could it be? You these hedge fund guys or people in the, you know of that ilk, they would never take, say, Jerry West, who was one of the best ever at running an NBA team, and say, you know what, go run my hedge fund. Why? Because you were so great at making decisions in the NBA. Like they would never, they would think the reverse of it is insane, but they never get out of their own way when it comes to interfering with their teams. A great example was Saturday night when Jerry Jones in one last hope to try to reverse the karma, <laughs> brought out Jimmy Johnson 20 years too late, and it was an amazing moment for football fans. Yeah. But that's an example. And listen, Jerry has done amazing things for the NFL and for that franchise mm -hmm. to be one of the most valuable in the world and to make the NFL an empire that pretty much you can't get in its way. It'll just knock you right down. You can be any sport. You can't go up against the NFL. But Jerry made a decision 
when letting Jimmy Johnson go because they couldn't get along. And he did exactly that. Now, again, he's done amazing things for the business. But as for running the team, should have never tried to run the team. Well, I mean, look, I mean, you talked about the NFL being too big to fail. The Cowboys are too big Absolutely. to fail. Like, they're the most too big to fail team within the most too big to fail league. But there's no question that the Cowboys would be better off if Jerry Jones sold the team. Because Jerry... Or just stayed, or just stayed, out, stayed out of, away. Stayed right, out of football but operations. Not, but he's not capable no, of No, he's doing not capable that. of But, it, like, if the Cowboys had, like, that team with that brand that's already been built up, they would be better off now with a different owner. Like, there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because they'd have, they'd have football people running it. And I'm also, at, how many playoff wins do you think they've had since 19... When I did they win the Super Bowl? I want to say two. They won the Super Bowl, I want to say in 98. No, no. They win again. No, 95. 95. 95. 95 is the last time? Yeah. Yep. It was Super Bowl. It was January 96. They won a wild card season. game in 96. They lost then one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. They won a wild card game in 2009, another wild card in 2014. They have not advanced past the divisional round so since So three then. playoff wins. Right. Five. F- but all oh. wild cards. Oh, okay. Sorry. Five. Yeah. And, and they're a team that has all of the money, all the facilities, all the cachet. Like... Players will want to go to the Dallas Cowboys, but Jerry Jones is a problem with that team. And David Tepper is a huge problem for the NFL because he's just that type of person that this isn't going to be the only thing that happens. When we hear rumors a couple months that he was calling down almost out of a TV movie or a bit, I can run the defense if you can't. Now he's throwing drinks at fans in, in visiting stadiums. Again, why his, do you have this guy around? His statement, I should have let the NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. At no point did he say, you know what, I apologize to the people that I threw the drink at. That, no, God no. Right, because he doesn't have to, and he, he doesn't, doesn't care. care. I mean, but it's like he's he, it's, the worst is when you have the guy who is extremely meddlesome, and then also a jerk, and and like it's both and like they're bad owners. It's like Mark Cuban. At least say what you will about Jerry Jones, he's too meddlesome. He gets in the way, makes it harder for the Cowboys to win. At least he does the things that are in theory helpful for winning. Like he builds the giant stadium, and he the practice facilities are amazing, and he spends money. He's not cheap. That's not the issue, um, you know. But you know, Mark Cuban gets in the way a little bit too much but does things that are supposed to help you win in terms of the amount of money you spend and the support staff and the best of this and the best of that and whatever. I'm not saying it always works that way, but that's the idea at least. Temper does, is like the worst of all of it. Artie Moreno, like the same kind of thing. It's like I, I lowered beer prices in my first week and I used that for the next 30 years. And changed the name, which was not necessary. Nope. But like I, he had Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the same team. Yeah. And they couldn't... Like, Mike Trout has been on that team for a decade. And then when he He's realized the he could have easily traded one of them in Otani to get something of value, did nothing, like, and let him go to the Dodgers. It's going to be, for like the next 10 years, this continual double middle finger reminder to Moreno because he's going to be seeing billboards the next 10 years of Otani in Dodger blue. Like, it's one thing to lose Otani, but to lose him to the team down the street that you are clearly insecure about. Oh, and Otani will be there at least once a year, yeah. or twice a year if you count the, the uh, exhibition freeway series. Like, so that's going to really be a, a sting. That is absolutely going to eat. And that'll be the only time Angel Stadium's full this season, was when Otani's back. 
<laughs> it's a miserable place. How they go about I don't trying? Know if it's miserable. Well, it's, it's five minutes miserable. from my house, so I have fond it's memories. It's pretty miserable. I'm not an Angels fan, although there's a lot of reports out there. That the, stadium is the social media is that I am. I'm not. I'm a Good, Dodgers you fan, shouldn't. but yeah. I will throw out an Angels hat if I'm going to an Angels game because it's just. So here's the thing: when I was a kid, that's rude. But here's the thing: when I was a kid. We went to Angel Games because it was close to our house, and it was very cheap, mm-hmm. and it was close. That was the thing. On a Sunday at 10 a.m., my dad could say, hey, you want to go to the Angels game today? We go walked up, bought $10 tickets, sat in the terrace thing, and it was no big deal. And in my mind as a kid, the Angels were like in a different league, meaning, I mean, literally, but also figuratively, like they didn't compete with the Dodgers. They were this little team that played next to my house. That was it. And they never won. And it was always a joke, but it was fun to go with my dad and eat some hot dogs. They've never been in the realm with the Dodgers. I get Just that, Just like though. the Clippers have truly yep. never been in the realm with the Lakers. Yep. And the Angels finally but at least had the Clippers s- are well run now. Now. Well, now. 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 It Keyword. took decades, but they Those are- sports arena t- t- days, they were not well run. No, they were terrible. No, they used to work. They used to do workouts in a public gym. Right. <laughs> like, that's, it, you could that's go- That's not a joke. No. You go to the Spectrum- uh, and like you're working out, like the, you you have to get off the floor because you're playing pickup with your friends. Yeah, I mean, because like, the Clippers are there. And then at the end of the practice, you're waiting with your friends, and it's like, hey, Clippers, your time is over. You could like spot Darius Miles while he was doing bench press, and it wasn't even a good gym. It was a teeny tiny little gym where the space between the sidelines and the walls was like two feet. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever got sent to anything for the Clippers. I was like. Do I have the right address? Right, like this, this can't be right. This, surely their gym is being renovated. <laughs> this is this is not what it normally. Absolutely no. crazy. All right, coming up next: big deal or no big deal? Kamenetsky Brothers and Morales in for the guys. Seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know what I'm saying? When you got to roll up the chicken bake with the hot dog inside of the pizza. Yo, that's a new hack that I might try. Costco hacks for uh, 500 uh, Anyway, 630 in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Sedano and Cap, we are back. Happy New Year, 2004. But Cappy and Sedano didn't come to work today. So it's the Cambros, which is okay, because this is what the fans wanted. It's that poll I put up. It was literally it. voted upon, and mm-hmm. thank you very in much. In the circle of trust. Which just goes to show democracy still works. It does. Sometimes. Meanwhile, it is time for Big Deal or No Deal. It's sitting on the ballot. Sitting in for Lindsay, here is producer Laura. Thanks, Chris. Um, okay, guys. Uh, I still want to try that chicken bake with the hot dog in it. It looks it's a delicious. Lot. It and looks then they, delicious. Then they turn around and they wrap it in, in a pizza. They slice a pizza. Uh, that's a little much. But just, mm, it was good. It looked good. It's very bready. It's a lot you. of bread. The carbs. Yeah. Sometimes you need the carbs, right? You're running a marathon. All right. <laughs> so, guys... I'm not sure if you guys watched the Rose Bowl game, but no doubt Michigan and Alabama's game was much anticipated, not just by the fans, but by the players themselves, right? So while my friend was watching the broadcast, he noticed Robert Griffin III was in the tunnel with the Michigan players. He was really upset. He's a Michigan guy. He uh, went there, played sports for them. So he was like, dude, as a reporter, as a media personnel, You do not take the shine from the players. Like, you let them have their moment in the tunnel. And I know Briones brought this up earlier during the day, and he played some sound. 
Um, it's a long sound, so I'm not going to play it. But do you guys think that it was a big deal or no deal that Mr. Uh, Robert Griffin III was in the tunnel with the players when they were running out? Was was he like cheering he's literally, with him? He's like, no, he was rah, literally rah, doing like, he was literally on, because he's part of the broadcast, and he was like talking with the microphone as the players were trying to come out. It sounds like he's doing his right. job. Yeah. That's what it sounds I mean, he, like to me. He's not a Michigan guy. He went to Baylor. No, he went to Baylor. So he's not, he's not a Michigan guy. I don't understand what people would object to. Well, my friend who went there, he was like, dude, like I know people that are running that tunnel, and they were kind of mad that he was stealing the shine from them. I don't know. I mean, like from the broadcast, like you're like, watching him instead of watching the players. Well, because the, the players were trying not to hit him as they were running out. Oh, so it's like the fun of running out yes. the tunnel of the. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fair. So from like from a mechanical standpoint, he like, messed get out of the way. Yes, he got he got in the way of the shine for that those players because they might be like their only highlight that they have. So so like instead of know? being able to enjoy running out of the tunnel, they're worried about tripping over Robert Griffin. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, we have jobs to do, right? So you guys have done this, and would it be a big deal or no deal to you if you were that guy and someone's criticizing you for that? I feel like Robert Griffin III has dealt with way more criticism than this. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, I, I don't think this is going to shake Robert Griffin. By the way, just learn this. He was born in Okinawa. I did Who not knew? realize oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just looked up his uh, pro football reference page. I did not know that. I did not know that. Well, look at that. Okay, I'm say that not did a big not deal. hit. Not a big way, deal. The, the way that it's I okay. Thought, you know, it's okay. We'll re-rack. Did not, did not <laughs> hit how I thought that was going to hit, but okay. What's next, Laura? All right, so a snowboarder was turned away at Alta Sky Air, uh, Area, sorry, in Utah, and I was like, why was he turned away? Well, because simply he's a snowboarder, and according to that place, Alta Sky Area, they do not allow snowboarders. It's a ski-only resort. You can't be snowboarding when that's only ski. Right. I mean, the rule's right there. Yeah. So they said ski only. But people are up in arms saying that, hey, it's snow. You should be able to snowboard if if you can. But the guy came in with a snowboard and got turned away, and he was really upset. That was a that was a thing. Like less now than it used to be, but there were a lot of mountains that would not allow snowboarders for a long time. And so eventually, I actually didn't know that until I saw the yeah, story. Yeah, snowboarding culture like kind of took over, and it was it became too big of a thing to turn people away. But for a long time, that was a big deal. Like, no, you can't come on this mountain. As a, so skiing still has that kind of snooty kind of thing where mm-hmm. you don't want those punk kids. Well, snowboarding's close to skateboarding, right. which feels more like punk rock culture. And they're doing tricks, right? Right. And, I mean, now snowboarding is in the Olympics. It's pretty mainstream. And I think I think that is less common than what it used to be like i know the last time i went skiing you saw plenty of people doing both but if like right. but if Alta's not set up for snowboarding then you know because it is a different kind of you your runs are a little different a lot of times you want to like a like a park that they, people can go in and stuff like that you've got a bunch of mogul runs which people on snowboards don't really want to do but i mean you showed up there i mean i think it's stupid to have no snowboarders but the guy it's not a secret I don't know if he did it just like on purpose to see if he could. Of course he did it on purpose. Probably to go viral. Honestly, I didn't know. I've never been to either. I've never been snowboarding or skiing. It's just, I feel like lying people, we don't do that. (laughs) I'm too scared. Uh, You know, I'm sorry if you do. Like, I just, that wasn't a thing for me. So I didn't know this was a thing. And I was like, how dare they? And then I read into it and there's like five other places that still technically won't say that they ban snowboarders, but if they do go, they won't allow them in. So, I mean, they are kind of banned. So, 
I don't know. I thought I didn't know if it was a big deal or no deal to you guys. You know, clearly these are not hitting as much. <laughs> it's okay. Next one. You know. All right. So people will sue for just about anything, especially here in California. But her this did not happen in Cali, by the way. Hershey's got sued for selling Reese's chocolate without decorations. So someone in Florida said that they were misled because the advertisement for the Reese's peanut butter products for Halloween were not decorated as they should have been and were advertised on the bag, on the front of the bag. So the bag said Halloween candy, but there was no Halloween there decorations. There was no decorations, actually. Like, there was just plain chocolate like, what, how are they supposed to be decorated? Like, what is decorated candy? I guess they were supposed to be, like, ghosts. Like shaped and like, like a bat. Jack-o'-lanterns okay. and things like that. But they didn't get, and it was on the packaging. But when they opened it, it wasn't there. So they sued because of, you know, they're saying <laughs> that, is, that they were, that it, it was, like, false advertisement. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. On the one hand... I actually sympathize and identify with the person who's like, you know what? It's the holiday season. I like it'd be like if I bought like a, like a chocolate Santa and there's a box and it looks like a chocolate Santa and inside it's just a chocolate bar. I mean, I've had I want that. a cho- I want a sh- I want my it's chocolate. It's no different, but it's supposed to be shaped like Santa. And so Halloween, you get there and it's not you know the, the shape of the candy. For some people, that's part of the fun. I do think a lawsuit is a little extreme. I I think you're probably taking it a step too far at that point. Okay. I've had that actually, BK, where I've bought in something and it's supposed to be shaped as like whatever, a Santa, a, a bunny or whatever, and it's not. I'm just kind of like, whatever. I mean, I suspect Morales has tried to buy a few novelties that weren't shaped the way that they were supposed to be, and he's deeply offended They weren't chocolate, though. <laughs> it's it's Sue. I wasn't it's trying fine. to categorize you in any particular Sometimes type of Sometimes gingerbread's more fun. It's a lid for every pot. There is. <laughs> and you're like nine of them. Wow. Listen, he's both every lid and right. every you're, pot. You're the lid and the wow. pot I'm at reti- the same time. I'm retired in 2024. Wow, that's your resolution. I think so. What is it? I'm retired. No, you know what I'm saying? I'm not buying no, it. From the game. I'm not buying that. I think so. It. it is a final, truly. No. Wow. I need, a a, I, need, I need to sleep. Okay, more. by the way, that's a big deal. That's a big that's deal. That's big deal and big deal or no big deal. You guys, no no you, deal you, or big deal. What you make it? it seem like I'm this, I'm no, gallivanting. you make it seem. I don't do anything. <laughs> you no. make Chris, it seem. Yeah. you are the one that makes things look a certain way. And you love it, which is okay, because I know how to play that game too. You know, my Santa Pez is still in here and it's still fresh. Your Pez? No. It's still fresh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you give it to DeAndre? No, I tried to give it to DeMarco, but he wouldn't oh. take my Pez. <laughs> DeAndre, not DeAndre, DeMarco's afraid of you. Yeah, but he also, so he's afraid, but he also likes it. It's this weird thing. Yeah, I, I can see that. I'm just thinking about Chris retiring from the game. No, he's not retiring. No, I am. No, he's it's, not. It's, it's like you're you're going to need not. a support group. You're going to need to probably get a sponsor. <laughs> like, this is a big lifestyle change. You hang out change. with Cap. Every week. Yeah, but I just at the East I, Central. Yeah, but I didn't do anything. I mean, I'm though, not saying I, you are. I'm just. I saying will that's say not when when Kobe said like he was going to retire and he was going to walk away from the game, you wouldn't see him again. Nobody believed him. Everybody was like, "Oh no, he won't be able to stay away. He won't be able to stay away." Andrew and I were like, "No, when Kobe says he's gone, he's going to disappear," and we were right about that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Morales when he says he's done, maybe he's done. You're just going to walk away clean. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta focus on other things. I it's better to leave too early than too late. I gotta do the carnivore lifestyle in 2024. We gotta get slimmed down a little bit. No, I need to slim down. Too. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I have another one. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I have more. <laughs> 
It's like I was letting you guys go, but I have more. All right, so it's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's it is a, a big, big deal, deal. But I don't believe it, so that's why it's like. <laughs> that's no why deal. you're saying it's no yeah, big it's, deal. It's no deal for me because I don't believe it. You want some of my pets, Andy? I was gonna say you're talking about your carnivore uh, improved lifestyle while you're taking out those well, pets. Tomorrow, well, I'm not starting tomorrow. it till the, uh, tomorrow. Till the fifteenth because it's a long story. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was gonna say at least you're not doing the candy cane. Oh, I know. No, the candy cane's there. Anyways, okay, so. Uh, I wanted your opinion on this. I think personally it's a big deal, so I'm not even going to ask you if it's a big deal or no deal. I just want opinions. So we went to a like Christmas. It wasn't like a Christmas party, but just like a little gathering where people gave each other gifts, whatever. And uh, one of my friends decided that she didn't like her gift. She re-gifted the gift right in front of the person that gifted her wow. that gift to somebody else. And my friend got upset, obviously. Like, she literally just gave her that, and she was like, well, I didn't like it. So I'd rather, I'll, I'd rather give it to somebody and have them enjoy it because they seem to really think it was a fun gift. I just didn't like it. And my friend's like, well, I thought it was about the thought, you know, and, and I thought about you, and I thought this was cool for you. She was, yeah, I didn't like it. It's either going to go in the trash or I'd rather re gift it to somebody else. And Dang. I was like, damn. Wow. She had a few cocktails, oh, okay. but we were like, dude, like, chill out. And she's like, do you want me to lie and tell her that I loved it? It's like, no, I didn't like it. So I think it's a big deal because it's just like, damn, you're being a B. But someone else said, hey, that was honesty. And like, we got to give her props for that. No. Sometimes honesty is not the right play. It's one thing to re-gift something. You want to re-gift things, like, that's fine. You donate it to charity. You re-gift it to someone. Find somebody who's going to use something that you otherwise don't want. You can't return it, whatever it is. I have no problem with that. You don't do it in front of the person 42 seconds after you right. got it. It right. literally was like, oh, oh, here. Right. here. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no that like, feels like you're setting out to be mean about it. Right. Like your goal is actually to make the person who gave it to you feel bad. That's what I thought. But we've known each other for a long time. And she was like, it wasn't like that. She goes, right. I just but, saw said optics. person liked it. Optics. Like you... The person, like you're having the conversation later on in the party, and the person, oh, I loved your gift. That was so cool. Oh, you, you know what? Later on, right. I, I, I'm not going to be able to use it. I, I, you, I'll give it to you tomorrow. I'll, I'll drop, drop it, it by, by your house. Yeah. yeah, she didn't. She didn't do that. No, I feel like Chris. I don't think Chris would do that, but he seems very quiet. Like when I, so. when no, I, no, when I, I, I always take people. If somebody gives wall, me a gift that, that they, well, I would love that gift. Yeah. But if they sent me or gave me a gift, I go, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Because it's not, it's a thought that counts. Right. I really don't. That's why I don't like gifts. Don't give me any gifts. I mean, you can give me that, Andy or Brian. <laughs> yeah. If you want. I still need an address. Should I just send it to the station? Are we, are Why don't we you personal? deliver it to your home and then I want you to hand it to me oh, so we can Lord take a picture. Lord knows when I'll be back. Oh. I that, work very, in, like, in an infrequent, intermittent schedule. We can figure out a time where Should we I can just give cross. it to Andy. No, I don't want to take a picture with him. But we can, you and me. All right. I feel like we are more spirit animals than Andy and I. It's possible. I gave you that golf thing a few years right. ago. Right. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Man, Laura, come on. It's just a nice gift. I feel like I gave. Again, I can't. I still can't decide where the line is. There is. I can't say. And That's what it's six forty-five. I thought it was something completely different. I'm sorry. I'm just disappointed to learn that I'm not the spirit animal. Like, I don't think you would think of yourself as the spirit animal. I feel like Brian and I are more similar. Now, you have had, like, being the bartender, probably doing a lot of copious amounts of things in, at USC. That's probably more spirit animal-esque. But I think at this point in life, Brian and I are more similar. Okay. So I was once your spirit animal. I think so. And then since then, we've all taken We've all paths. evolved. We've yeah. all evolved. As animals will do. We've all evolved. Coming up next, a little dealer's choice. Kamenetsky Brothers and Morales in for the guys, 710 ESPN.
12 minutes in front of 7 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. When you hear this song, you know it is the final segment of Sonata and Cap. Today with the Cambros. It's been fun, boys. Andy and Brian. It has. Thank you very much, by the way. You have put the lit. You put the L in lit. You turn this into like... What does that mean? I also put the I. I put the T. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... And I put the BAM! Well, I had to hit the post. Well, that, took, been, that took a lot out of you. That that was that like last, the last one. Yeah. That could that could be the one that just knocks me no, out. This is long imaging Tuesday for die. you, man. You've been <laughs> here all nine hours. Marathon no. runner, the like the ancient marathon delivers the message and dies. That bam. I got to wait around till an eight thirty train. I might fall asleep. DeAndre, wake me up before you leave. You have to stay with you. him, DeAndre. Just be like, "What's up, yo? Wake up, sucker!" You have to look out for your mentor. <laughs> He's your mentor. This is part oh, of the no. responsibility. I don't know. DeAndre's too good of a person to have me as a mentor. Do you do you take a nap here and wait for the train, or do you just go to the station and take a nap there? I'm not going to try. You, I mean, the, ideally, you don't take a nap, because I don't want to miss a train. You know. I'll, do you have a standing room at the Cappy Hotel? Well, I usually have, yeah, like Thursday now, usually I stay at the East Central, but tonight I wanted to get back to Orange County, because tomorrow I'm not coming to the office. So, But Thursday night I'll be staying at East Central. Do you want to come see the room? It's beautiful. Downtown LA's best hotel is the East Central because the rooms are the biggest. They're nice. You got the Nixon Lounge, and there's that hand in every room. They got like a hand that you can put all your stuff in. It's oh. like a giant hand. Okay, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Vaguely. Okay. <laughs> well, anytime you guys want to come over, like to the a East novelty Central, hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anytime you want to come over, see the novelty hand. Hang out with Cappy and I at the Nixo. Because Cappy stays off. It's a tough too. sell at home. What? I'm going to leave you with the children. I'm going to go hang out with Cappy and Morales at the Giant Hand Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them. We'll FaceTime them. Honey, there's a giant hand. You don't understand. There's a big hand there. I go, I'm go. i great on FaceTime with children. <laughs> uh, it's oh, no. better at a distance, for sure. Oh, listen, kids love me. <laughs> I will talk to the kids. I'll talk to, I will teach them about life. If they've got questions about their algebra homework, I'll answer those, too. Contextually, <laughs> like it's really important. Those those kinds of statements are, are in context. Algebra? No. No. Anyway. I'm really good at FaceTiming children. No, <laughs> I said I'm great at right. at. I'm right. great with kids on FaceTime. FaceTime right. Like, Again, friend, like my friends all have children for some of, reason. Out of context. Well, come on, now, that see, could be alarming. You're trying to you're trying to say, frankly in context. It's a little <laughs> bit alarming. <laughs> Guys, I'm great with kids. I should be a mentor for the youth of America. DeAndre, thoughts? You're young. <laughs> he is your mentor of sorts. I'm young too, okay? Relax. Has Morales been a mentor to you as well? No, 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 no. But DeAndre, I have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he left them speechless too. <laughs> All right, producer Dale, I'll remember that. All right, time for a little... Uh, what is it? Dealer's, dealer's choice. choice. Oh, yeah, dealer's choice. Who's, who, who's got the dealer's choice today? All right, so this weekend, the Rams have their final game of the season against the Niners. The, the game really does not mean anything for the Niners and arguably may mean nothing for the Rams. They're already in the playoffs. It could potentially mean the difference between the 6 or the 7 seed, but functionally, that's not really that big of a deal. Puka Nakua, though, however, is 29 yards away from breaking the single-season rookie receiving yards record. It goes back to 1960. The Houston Oilers wide receiver Bill Groman had 1473. You not tell me that. He's got tw- <laughs> 29 left. A, would you play Nakua just to get him out there so he can break the record? B, would you pull him the minute he sets the record? I wouldn't even allow him to get tackled 
after the 29th yard. Mm-hmm. You are your directive is you get the 20 you get to 30 and you fall down and the play is over and you're done. I'm letting him get the like you got to let guys play cuz that's special. Like the yeah. there've been a lot of rookie wide receivers in this league and to be the one that sets this record for yardage, like that's a special. I mean, some thing. of the recent names that have come close include Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Like these are really, really good receivers, and especially with Nakua, fifth round pick, nobody expected anything remotely like this for him. So yeah, I agree with you. You put him on the field to get those twenty nine yards, but you are going to be terrified every time the ball. Yeah, comes yeah. Near I mean, him. you let him play, you let him set the record, and you pull him. Now, who is going to be throwing him those balls? Well, do you want him to get the record or not? Because if it's yeah. well, no, I mean Carson Wentz could get the guy twenty nine. Why yards. is there this thought that the Rams of all teams need to rest, go into a wild card game when they've had a great run that is created by that sort of must win energy? Why would you sit now? Because guys could get hurt. In this guys new- could get a, could get hurt. Bradley last Chubb week tore his ACL down thirty against the Ravens for Miami. These things happen. <laughs> Honestly, I think point counterpoint. I think resting is. A, I've always thought resting is a mistake. I think it's a mistake for the Niners to rest guys. I do. It is a fireable offense for the Niners to put out their starters in this game. They've got Maybe home. you play a half. Maybe because the bye, the argument for the or Niners does Shanahan want to keep sticking? The it? They have a bye week, right? And so does Shanahan you, want to keep sticking it to McVay and the Rams in the regular season? Well, that would be a dumb reason to play right. those guys. That would be that's that's the worst reason. But like, if you have two weeks off, if you sit all of your players, they're, they're sitting for two weeks. That's long. That is long. I might let them play a half, but you call like there are plays like you know, you gotta protect Brock Purdy. You don't have them. Scrambling, you don't run a lot of quarterback. Resting is gutless, and- Andy. It's gutless to rest. People pay good money. Get out there and play well, football. Th- that though raises an interesting question. Like Lamar Jackson, I think is not going to be playing in Baltimore's last game. McCaffrey's all. M- McCaffrey has an injury of sorts that they're dealing. And with. And you know what? When Lamar Jackson loses again in the playoffs, and everyone goes, "Uh oh, it happened again." Maybe he'll look at keep the rhythm going. You're playing an incredible season of football, an MVP like. <laughs> No, it's true. I'm just tired. It's so ridiculous. Just play the game. You can get hurt in week one, too. It happens. Right, but you have right. to play the, week the, one. Which would be a bigger <laughs> deal if the playoffs were in week two. Right. That's the beginning I don't agree of with the, the wrestling. And I think it always eventually catches up to a team. <laughs> I do. Always. I do. So you don't I'll think there's ever been a team that's won at all that's ever rested a player? Find it for me. <laughs> next, find it for me. In the next two minutes. Go ahead. Hard out. Me. No, you got two minutes and 27 seconds. No, you guys seconds. get that podcast. Dedicate Locked On Lakers tomorrow to this. I'll, I'll be a guest. It feels like a great post heat <laughs> reaction. So, I'll FaceTime you guys. Chris, really quick, because yeah. we want I, I actually really did want to bring this up. So if you had a ticket to the game and uh-huh. the starters were, you know, not playing because they're getting rested, you would care. Yeah. Because I would you care. paid money. Of course. So we were saying that if you buy tickets that deep into the season, then you know that those right. players you buy might... week eighteen tickets. You know you might miss some. You might see a game that's make or break to get in the playoffs. Right. Could be super exciting, or you could get nobody plays. Right. So Andy, I think was it was you that posted the question: What could an owner or what could a team give you monetary that can say okay? Yeah, they, they should give you. They should give you either like a discount on your tickets, like some type of rebate, some type of acknowledgement of like, hey, we recognize that as a paying customer, this sucks. But for the big picture, we need these guys sitting. However, we recognize 
You made a sacrifice of sorts. Here is something Here's back. $5. <laughs> Go see a Star Wars. $5 off your next whatever. Well, okay, that was the other thing we talked about. What yeah. is the base like what is the baseline for the least you can get away with as an owner where it's not totally insulting? Small soda. <laughs> like I don't drink insulting. soda, so it can't Small be a soda. Small soda is insulting. Small soda is insulting. I think like a soda is like it soda sounds insulting. <laughs> Chips. Because you know it's so cheap for them. Right. Oh, the, the markup, soda is so cheap. The markup on soda is insane. They could give a stadium of 75,000 people each a free soda. Oh, yeah. And it would cost the team Nothing. $48. Right. So, <laughs> like, I don't know, four pack of sorts of, I don't nope. know. What about a free beer? Pretzel. That's a good one. Pre- you don't want to give away free beer. I That's know, but I'm just idea. saying, like, you know. What about a pack of ding-dongs? Pretzel. Ding-dongs? I don't know. I don't think they sell those at the games. <laughs> <laughs> they don't? I don't. You can't get ding-dongs at the game? I don't think I'm you sure can you get can, get but different kind. Yeah, it depends on who what's you're this, looking what's for. What sport are we talking about? <laughs> and with that, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been Sedano and Cap. Kamenetsky Brothers Morales, thank you for hanging out these three hours. DeAndre, Laura, thank you very much. See everyone tomorrow.